Hi everybody, this is Julissa. Thank you so much for coming back to my podcast. I wanted to come here and speak about this incident that happened apparently yesterday. And this is so sad. Here we are again, you know, speaking about a sudden death of somebody. And like I always say to everyone, you know, always be right with God. You really never know when it's going to be um, your last day here on this earth. Life is very unpredictable. Anything can happen, right? Don't take life for granted. So why do we do that all the time, right? We take life for granted. So the best thing to do is to get right with Jesus, accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, because we really don't know what could happen, right? In the other side of that, I want to speak about how these days everybody seems to be distracted. We want to get our work done and we want to do it fast and we want to multitask and do um, three million things, right? Um, we never, like, have you ever seen at a table now without holding your phone? Like everybody sits at a table and they're holding their phone and they're doing things, sending an email, replying to a text message while they're eating. And it could be in, in company with family. They can be feeding their child, anything, right? We're so accustomed to this life of multitasking that we think that we can accomplish many things all at once right and i'm so guilty of that because believe it or not i am a multitasker i work better when i have a lot of things going on but and i'm not trying to you know sound pride for nothing like that but what people always tell me i'm very good with details right so i'm thankful that even though i can multitask and do many different things at, at the same time i'm also able to uh, pay attention to details and the reason that i say that you know paying attention to details is so important right we can be distracted so easily the other day, um, before I go into the story for today, the other day I went to the car wash, right? And I have a I have a new car, and I struggled to put this car on um, neutral, right? And it's just every time I go get a car wash, um, I need to have somebody come and help me. And don't ask me why I haven't learned. I think I learn, and then I mess it up the minute I get to the car wash. I don't know if I get nervous or something because I have people waiting on me the guy has to come all the time and as he tries to help me then he you know he sees the line getting you know everybody's waiting the line is growing and growing and we finally got the car in neutral and then he walks away and this guy doesn't even wait for me to um to put my window up he's already grabbing the hose and he actually got me wet and i was like are you serious like i I was like so ready to complain, but I'm like, I know them, you know, I, I, that's the only car wash I go to. They do a super good job. They always help me with the neutral thing about my car and everything. So I'm like, are you serious? This guy couldn't even see that I didn't have my window. He's rushing to get the job done, right? Because the line is piling up. He's, and he already wasted, you know, a few minutes with me trying to get the car in neutral that he didn't he didn't even wait enough to to see me be ready for the to enter fully the car wash. He's grabbing the hose and he got me away. I didn't even have my window ready up yet. But I was like, okay. I got I got shocked. I was completely shocked that that happened. But at the same time, you know, I'm not the one who will get upset. I was just like, this is so ridiculous. I can't believe this happened. But then 
you know, like I said, I know I know them. That's the only place I will take the car to because it does such a good job. So and their patience with me too. So I, I didn't get upset about that. All I'm saying is that if it was somebody else, let's just say who just got their hair done, right? Who perhaps never been there before. They would have gotten upset. It's like this guy wants to rush everything, doesn't even, you know, let me put the window up, right? And I feel like a lot of the times, you know, you see it on a daily basis. You order food, right? You cannot wait to get home and eat your food, right? And then you see they forget this, they forget the other stuff. There was a period of time that I'm like, I would never order food out ever again. I am so sick and tired or of ordering food and being, you know, specific about the stuff that I want to drive home to find out that they forgot this, they forgot the other. And it's like they're rushing. They have people who are so distracted. Everybody's on their phones. They're not paying attention to things. They're just working in, on their phones, right? Trying to do whatever it is, posting in social media. They're side hosts. So doing all million things, you know. We're so connected with people. And it's so sad that even though we think we're so connected, we're also so lonely at the same time, right? And I don't live around where there are a lot of restaurants. Well, restaurants that I like to eat, I guess I can say. So when I order food, it's usually far away. So I'm driving home, maybe 30 minutes to get home so I can eat my food. And the, the most disappointing thing is like, man, I tip these people. They took my order. They repeated back to me. Everything was good. And then you open everything and you're like, ah, oh, they forgot this. They forgot the other. There's no way I'm driving back to get, you know, anything back. We live in a very distracted society these days. And sometimes you have to pay attention. You know, I said in my previous episode, ask people how they're doing and wait for an answer. These days, we're so willing to just tell people what we are working on, right? Oh, I'm doing this tomorrow, and then this weekend we're going to go this. You know, it's summertime, right? So everybody has a million plans going on. And then by September, I'm doing the other, and then the and, and then there's so much time that we spend telling other people's our plans that we don't even have the decency to say, so what are your plans for the summer? What are, what are you doing next? And, and not just asking, but waiting to get the answer we live in a society we're so quick to just you know we just we're so quick we 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 live on time it's so crazy because the other day i went to bible study and they they're asking me you have to leave by nine and i said i yeah and the reason they asked me that is because they saw that i left early too and it's so crazy because i'm like okay these our days are divided now by time i'm like i'm gonna go to bible study but i know when i come back i have to do this i have to update the website i have to do this other thing i have to file paperwork and it's like every block of our time is it's like it's already given before we even wake up it's like if we we know that let's just say if we don't log in on what i work on time we're gonna you know 
it's not going to be good for us. So if we don't post something by 11 a.m., right, that's usually my time for social media. If I'm not posting by 11 a.m., I'm going to be slacking the whole day, right? So try to get the first post by 11 a.m. And we got so used to this life of go, 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 and multitasking and doing 3 million things, and we want to do so much. And I think after the pandemic, that also let us know that life is so fragile that we can make a million plans and we don't even know what could happen, right? I, When the pandemic happened, just to give you a, a little more details about me, I started a new job, right? Aside for F, aside from everything that I do with the fashion, with the podcast and YouTube, aside from that, I also have a full-time job, right? And during the pandemic, I it was like January 2020 that I started a brand new job. You know, brand new year, brand new job. I was like, it's going to be amazing. I started this eight-week training program for this company. And it was my last week of training. And there I like, was shutting down. It was like 3 p.m that I was shutting down. They're closing the, the state. Basically, everybody is told to go home. And this was like March, right? The second week in March. And I was like, what just happened? I'm like, this is so crazy. Like, you know, everybody that work in that company, they're so secure, right? They've been there for years. I'm the newbie just finishing up training. And now everything's shutting down. And they're like, well, we're going to get on group chats and see what we're going to do. But they are covering two weeks pay. And I'm thinking to myself, do I even get that? Because I'm so new, right? Um, and they're like, okay, everybody's going to be for luck. Everybody's going on unemployment. And I was like, do I even get that? Like, that's all I kept asking. But once again, because Jesus knows what I need before I even ask, and I will never forget in March of 2020 how God, I was, God just, you know, I was listening to these live updates on the news, right? And going through the whole thing of the pandemic and being so shocked by everything that was happening and being alone at home and knowing that my mom was at a nursing home in lockdown, it was so terrifying for me. We never we never had, me and my sister never had lost access to our mom. Even if she was in a nursing home, we would alternate every day to bring her dinner and to be there with her and to kind of check in on things and see how she was doing. And I think anybody who has a relative in a nursing home, that's something that you should do, right? Go on a daily basis. If you can go on a daily basis after work, at least to for dinner time, have somebody who can fill in for you they can report back to you. You can see if there was any change in the mood, uh, any change in staff, anything that you can notice that was off. And if you, my mom has dementia, right? And I don't think I shared that before. So I know communicating could be hard, but they, you will see it. If you go on a daily basis, you get to, you, you know your parent, you know how they react to things and you know, when something is off, right? So that's why it's so important to to do that if you have a family in a nursing home. But going back to that, and knowing that life is so unpredictable, even though I had lost my job, right? The pandemic hit, like everybody else, a lot of people lost their job. I was watching the live news and I remember Governor Cuomo back then, he's like, 
we need people that know how to sew. And we need people who can create masks. And I was like, that cannot sound more like me, right? I was like, I have a sewing machine. I have a studio that is closed right now. I cannot even, I don't want to, I remember being at the studio in early March of 2020. I'm like, I'm out of here. There is a ghost town. There's nobody around. And I don't feel comfortable being here by myself. That's like one of the first time after having that studio for so many years that I felt like, it's so eerie just because I didn't see anybody outside. There was nobody in the building. There was barely any cars. I'm like, let me go home. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing here. And I was like, when he said we need people that know how to sew, I'm like, that's me. I'm going to do that. And then it went off. Like, the minute people find out I was making face masks, everybody was reaching out for me. And that's, you know, that's how I was able to sustain myself, you know, and I don't think I was selling face masks for like $30, $40. Like I saw a lot of people do on Etsy. I was selling them for five bucks, probably less, right? Five bucks. If you buy more than three, you get it for $3 each or something like that. And I was so thankful for that. And that's how God operates, right? He knows what we need before we even ask. And going back to the story for today, this is the whole thing about being distracted. Pay attention to what you're doing. I get that's what the thing with me. I hate seeing somebody who's just rushing a job just to like do it fast and then missing details. That's my biggest pet peeve. It's like, hold on one second. I don't know who you're trying to impress here. Let's pay attention. Calm down. Okay, we're not in the marathon to see who can finish faster. We want to do the right thing. That has always been my thing, uh, my pet peeve. Like, I don't like when people want to rush something and then lose out so many details, right? And I'm speaking about something like that. It's a little similar. It's a, it's a very sad story. Okay, and this this story tells you how the world is right now. The world is in an epidemic of homelessness. There's so many people right now who are not able to pay for rent. There's so many people right now who are not able to, you know, who are not able to find happiness who are dealing with crazy depression, and not a lot of people want to address that, especially in the church. Okay, because you say to people, you know, if they have time to listen to you, like, you know, can you pray for me? Like, I'm dealing with something. I've been feeling sad for the last week or something. They'll be like, oh, you know, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Like, I know that. Like, people talk to you when you come out and say something like that, like, to read your Bible, like, what are you, an idiot? Like, sometimes we need to just imagine, imagine if Jesus, you come to Jesus and be like, Jesus, I don't know, you know, how, I don't know how I'm going to pay this bill or the other. Well, in the, in Matthew 14, something says, I will supply all your needs are like, Imagine if Jesus will say that to you, you will feel so like, oh my goodness. You will feel like, oh my goodness, what a slap in the face, never mind, or something. Like, we have the word of God, and we know that God takes care of us, and it's also okay to 
to have kind of like that moment where you're like you you feel uncertain you know what that's okay because that makes you human okay it's okay jesus also cried do jesus cry he knew that god would raise lazarus from the death but he also was human he had feelings but these days you cannot have communication with people anymore you you say something well you know um i'm really stronger with this and the other well you know god god's gonna take care of that like you can also just don't say anything and listen to people right or you can say i'll be praying for you this week about that let's talk on monday and let me know how any updates we always want to like sound the most religious you know person we have the right and listen i i read the bible every day on my social media and even so i would never i god forbid i'll i'll somebody comes to me with a with an issue and i'll be like well i'm romans neither like i we use the the word of god like that a lot of the times we use it to people kind of like to make them feel bad for feeling a certain way can you imagine if one of the disciples was telling jesus can you stop crying now like stop crying like don't you know what you know don't you know that God is going to raise Lazarus from the dead? Jesus cried because he has he had feeling like we do. So f- losing faith for a little bit, feeling sad one day, that doesn't make you unchristian. That doesn't erase that you believe in the Lord. That does not make you not believe in the word of God. That makes you a human. That's what we are. And we need to have more compassion for people who come to us first of all coming out and speaking to so, to somebody about something it takes a lot it takes a lot for me to open up for people because of <laughs> what i just said right people always shut me down don't they don't want to hear me they feel like they want to they need to fix my problem no i just want you to hear me for a little bit and it's not like i even talk either like that's the thing so when I really talk and people are going to shut me down, like, what's the point of even talking anymore? Let's continue on. Let me just read to you guys what, what this is This is all about. About paying attention to what you're doing. Do not get distracted. And have respect for human life, right? A homeless woman dies after being run over by a landscaping crew while sleeping in a California park, okay? And I should have warned people before they listen to this, but I think by the title you can understand. This is so sad that somebody went through this ordeal that you have a landscaping crew a group of people working together could not identify that that was a person sleeping. That, let me tell you, I know we all make mistakes, man, and it would make a lot more sense if, if it was just one person in that park doing the lawn or something. But when we have more than one person, it makes you wonder where is society these days, okay? A woman was killed Saturday afternoon when a landscaping crew mowed her over in Burbrook Park in Modesto, California. Police say 
Around noon on Saturday, an employee with Gruber Landscaping Services were mowing the grass in Burbrook Park, which sits just south of Yosemite Avenue along Dry Creek. They say a crew member was, was mowing and noticed a body in the grass. He had already made a pass through. So that's a very sad story for both, you know, the person who was killed and the person who was operating that machine, right? And the company in itself, right? Um, it's such as, it's, you know what they call a freak accident? But I still want to like, come on, you got to pay more attention, dude. You have a machine and you just, it's almost like when I see people cleaning the snow around here, I'm like, oh, these people need to like slow down. And they need to be careful. And like sometimes you go out and they're backing out. It's like, I'm walking. I'm trying to get away from you. Come, like, can you stop for two seconds? And then you're like, oh, they don't see me. Yeah, they do. They're looking right at you and they still don't want to stop, right? Um, it says here, the employee called the authorities and the and when law enforcement arrived, the woman was pronounced dead at the scene. The victim was identified as 27-year-old Christine Chavez of Modesto, 27 years old, living, sleeping in a park. This is why it's so sad to see cases like that. It's so sad. Um, we got to pray for people in situations like this. Christine Chavez of Modesto uh, was pronounced dead at the scene. I'm sure it was very um, shocking for the workers to see something like this also. During the Modesto City Council meeting Tuesday evening, um, they say Des Martinez with the Homeless Advocacy Group said, we are not invisible. And he said, the victim, she said the victim who was on house was asleep on the grass when she was hit by the lawnmower. The Bearbrook accident took place the day after the city of Modesto transferred ownership of the park to E&J Gallup Winery. The city and prominent winemaker has swapped the 12-acre Bearbrook Park for the same amount of the Acreage along the river. In January, the city council approved the trade, which was completed last Friday as part of its effort to create a river walk that follows the length of Tulomine River Regional Park. So I just thought of something because she, you know, like when they're cutting the grass around here where I'm living, like I hear them from far away. Like, I hear them from, they're like on the other side of the parking. And I'm like, oh, they're here. Let me close my window because I'm working. I don't want to be interrupted by, by the loud machine. So it's interesting that Christine, it, they have to investigate, I think, a little bit more this case. Just because this is the society that we live in these days people have basically no regards for human life and if you're using a lawnmower and you're not just like a regular person in their backyard using a lawnmower 
you're actually part of a company who does stuff for a living. And if we're talking about landscaping companies that use lawnmowers, they are super loud, like I just said. I hear them like a mile away. I hear them, I'm like, oh, it's, it's Wednesday, they're here. Let me close all the windows, right? Because once they get closer to me, it's super loud, right? So that can wake up anybody. So you're telling me that they just came to that spot right where the, where Christine was sleeping and they run the machine pass through and back. It's like, uh, did they start it right on her spot? Like, I'm trying to, I'm not trying to be gruesome here. I'm just trying to be realistic. Once again, when they get in their equipment out, you have a group, a, a group of guys. They usually don't come in a silent car either. They usually come in a truck that makes noise. So if you're sleeping in a park, right, and you're a, like a homeless person, I don't think you're wearing headphones, right? I, I don't think you... I don't think that's the idea here that, oh, she was wearing headphones, she couldn't hear anything. I don't think that's the case because they they have to be careful about their safety too, especially when they're sleeping in a park, right? Anyways, so once again, you have a group of men who arrive to work on a Saturday at a park. You know, they don't just come in a silent car like they're trying to do an investigation so quietly and they walk so quietly usually they come in a truck usually they're loud usually they're talking and they are grabbing that equipment and a lot of the times turning that the leaf blower is the loudest thing ever right so they're grabbing that equipment and just closing their doors is loud right so how close were they to christine that she couldn't hear any of that how close were they that she she couldn't hear the first run through of the lawnmower on the side that I was like behind her or in front of her that it didn't wake her up? Like it is strange, and I know people are gonna say maybe a lot of homeless people they drink and they they pass out and things like that, but this they're saying police say she was sleeping. So there's nothing in this article that's saying, well, you know, we noticed that she was moving and she was raising her hands as we got closer. And they couldn't hear her or something. Or like my coworker was trying to get my attention, he couldn't hear it. Um, it's just a little strange. I think it needs to be investigated more. I, I wanna know what you guys think about this, okay? It is, like I said, when the landscaping, landscaping crew arrives, everybody knows they're here. They don't, they, they don't walk, even if it's four o'clock in the morning and they're trying to clean the snow, because they like to do that overnight for some reason, because they, they want to clean everybody's house and make the most money. So they come at three in the morning, four o'clock, even when they're passing through, just walking, they're talking and they're, they're loud. They don't care, right? So you hear them talking. You hear them arriving. I'm not saying they're bad people, nothing like that. I'm just saying, you know, that's how they work. They they do landscaping. They deal with loud machinery every day. They're used to speaking loud, right? So 
it's just quite interesting that you're not gonna that Christine is not gonna wake up from that, especially sleeping in, on the streets. You worry about your safety. Wouldn't you think that you you're so concerned like who might be around, right? I mean, a random park. It's not like she's down by with other homeless people, right? It's like on the side of the the soup kitchen or something like that, that everybody gathers and they sleep there overnight. She's at a park. They're not saying here she was sick, she passed out, nothing like that. They're saying she was sleeping. So I think it needs to be investigated more. Um, it's just an observation. Anyways, thank you so much, everyone, for coming here and listening to the podcast. And I do thank you, everybody. I um, also wanted to remind you, I, mean, I am offering um, subscriptions. So please um, click on the link and subscribe. It really will help me create more content and also um, spread, um, you know, I guess you can say the gospel of Jesus Christ. Tell people about Christ. So if you want to partner, partner with me, in this um, podcast, it will really help me. I believe the price, don't get, I might be wrong, but I believe the price is just $3.99 a month and that you can also do automatic um, deduction from your um, account. But those, that's all set up through the app, whichever app you're listening to. If you want to learn more about me, you can always visit julissadesigns.com. Thank you so much, everybody, for being here. Let me know what you guys think about this episode. Have a good day. God bless.